and welcome to The Modern Romantic, where we celebrate romanticism through many creative outlets and passionate people doing amazing things. I am your host tonight, Emily, and I'm here tonight with uh, a couple of bookstore owners that are from Fayetteville, Arkansas. We've got Leah and Daniel from Pearl's Books. Thank you for joining us. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is great. Mm -hmm. We're excited. That's that is exciting. I've been wanting to feature a um, independently owned bookstore for a long time because those are my favorite, and um, I really love what you're doing. And uh, so, but you're in Fayetteville, right? I got that right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have you been lived in Fayetteville for a long time, or? Uh, we've been here over a decade now, but we. <clears throat> I grew up in Bentonville, which is about thirty miles north. Okay. And then Daniel's lived in Arkansas most of his life. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, so we're Arkansas natives. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, Fayetteville's home for us. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, we moved back here after college and quickly made roots, and we mm-hmm. have family close. So, yeah. yeah, it's great. And your store has something that is really hard to achieve that I noticed right away, but I am super impressed by this, and that is – on Google, you have 4.9 stars in Google <laughs> reviews. That is so yeah. good. G- congratulations. Yeah. That is so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We've had a couple of um, trolls. But other than that, I yeah. mean, it's been pretty positive. So hopefully that will keep, you know, keep going with the positive reviews. It yeah. is so nice. And so, yeah, fun to get, like, a notification that we yeah. got a, a five-star review and we get to go read it. Yeah. 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 That's fun. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, and you, you haven't been open very long either though. This is, you've opened. No. no we, Just over a year. Yeah. September <clears throat> of 2021 is when we opened our doors and yeah. Daniel says September. I say October. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Uh, in that, you know, it was a couple <laughs> couple weeks. There, tomato, there. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so 2021. And I mean, it's been definitely a learning curve, but we're figuring it out. Yeah. And it's been very fun. And yeah. It took off quickly. It we did. Um, you know, like one thing that I always talk about is events. Like we started doing events like right away Mm -hmm. and that was not something that we expected. We thought maybe we'd ease into that kind of thing and, um, and learn a little bit more about how our business is going to run and then we can start doing events, but people just started reaching out and And we don't know how to say no. Yeah. (laughs) I think that that was part of it. Yeah. um, Which I think has, has been a good thing for us too. I think we've grown a lot as a store because we say yes a lot Um, Mm -hmm. so our reach has grown because of that Mm -hmm. um yeah and i think it's helped us define just a lot about our our uh what is it when you your uh, like mantra but your just core beliefs is Mm -hmm. that we really want to be a store for our community And so I think just kind of by default, since we are really having a lot of events for local authors and just with local community organizations, that has helped us define uh, more and more that we want to be a store that focuses on 
uh, yeah, just serving and providing for the community. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, kind of fell into it, but it's worked out. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the cool thing about an independent bookstore is you kind of create community by just existing. And that's mm-hmm. something that I see from like uh, you posted a photo not too long ago on your Facebook where you, it shows like couches and chairs around. I think it was the silent book club, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I thought what a great setup for kind of uh what's the word nurturing the idea of creating community by having a setup like that in your store. Yeah. That, um, and that, that silent book club is a perfect example of us saying yes, like without really knowing what we were saying yes to. <laughs> That's actually hosted at, um, a graduate hotel, which is like a small kind of boutique hotel chain. Okay. Has, um, a location like just around the corner from our store. Mm-hmm. Um, and they host silent book clubs and like on a national scale at their hotels. And um, they asked if we wanted to like co-sponsor or just kind of like be there, help cross promote it. And we said, yeah, sure. And um, so we go and basically introduce ourselves, give out bookmarks, make sure, you know, people know about us and then that's it. And then we kind of, we post about it and people love it. Like, An those introvert's are, dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Done. And those are some of our like posts on social media with the most engagement are mm-hmm. the silent book club posts, um, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, we don't, it's not like a direct benefit. Like, you know, we don't make any money from going, but it's great exposure for us and it's great. Um, to get to know our customers. I mean, a lot yeah. of people who do shop with us regularly are there Mm -hmm. and so it's that's one of the most fun parts about i think our job is getting to know customers and Mm -hmm. getting to know i mean they feel like friends and they become friends so it's yeah yeah it's a lot of fun i love that (laughs) connection tell so just so that i understand Mm -hmm. i can guess and i'm probably right but tell me about what a silent book club is yeah so it you you don't have a common book that anyone reads. Um, you just come get together uh, and you read your book and you sit alongside other people. Um, and yeah, I mean, you can no talk agenda. if you want to. No. Um, but it's not. Yeah, there's no agenda. It's just getting together and reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show up and read. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, for those of us who maybe kind of like the idea of no pressure to interact. Yeah, right. Or to talk about or talk about what I'm reading or sound coherent at all. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to sound smart. Right. (laughs) You're reading your own thing. They're reading their own thing. No one has to know. Yeah. If not, right. If I'm not on the chapter, I wish I was or I should be, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Cool. So you, yeah, oh, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just thought Archer said yeah, that's a book club I could participate in, and yes. I think that that is a, a mentality for a lot of people um, who do attend. Is they would never do a book club under different circumstances, but a lot of people. I mean, and people will go just by themselves, or they'll go in groups with the 
understanding that they're not necessarily going to talk much or um, have a lot of interaction. So it's yeah, yeah, a little bit of something for everyone. It does seem to have that yeah, that drive. The no pressure mm-hmm. book club for sure. Yeah. Now you talked about when you opened, but the idea started earlier than that. I imagine because you can't just. <laughs> Yeah. Like yeah, you can't just uh, what's the, whatever that um, Harry Potter spell is to make something appear. Oh, <laughs> expecto bookstore. Oh yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> right. Because so tell so me about tell me about that <laughs> origin story. <laughs> yeah. Well, we um, yeah we had always talked about uh, about owning a bookstore and maybe like when we retire someday or um, this far off future thing that may or may not ever happen, but wouldn't it be cool if we owned a bookstore and mm-hmm. um, yeah, Leah's the dreamer in our relationship. And so she was the one who like really was pushing it um, and really interested in it. And I was kind of like, ah, you know, more practical, like, I don't think we can actually do this. Um, you know, it's a huge change for us. I don't do change very well. Um, and then the pandemic happened. We were at home with our kids. Um, everything about our jobs kind of changed. Um, we were both in academic advising um, at the time uh, for the university in town, University of Arkansas. And um, so, yeah, I think kind of the way that we viewed our careers shifted a little bit and that was, I think just enough of a jolt to be like, ah, maybe we could Mm -hmm. change everything about our lives. This crazy (laughs) thing just happened that changed everything about our lives. Why don't we do something and change everything about our lives? Relatable. Um, Yes. And so that was like really December and January, well, January of 2021. Yeah. Is when we, said like yeah let's 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 really think about this look into it and so we for the american booksellers association has a lot of great resources for people who are interested in opening a bookstore Mm -hmm. and an independent bookstore and then i guess we just got involved with the their different facebook groups i mean the bookselling community is I think very unique in that it's super supportive and even amongst the what were there five six seven I don't even know how many bookstores there are independent bookstores there are in northwest Arkansas where we live now but um it doesn't really feel like there's competition amongst us or maybe I'm just naive and don't realize it but it seems like a very supportive uh community and so that was sort of where we started uh was looking into of course the logistics and i mean there are a million things that you have to figure out to start a business anyway but we were very fortunate in that the business that we were wanting to go into had a lot of support and there was uh literally a binder that we were able to order from one like independent uh they basically help start up bookstores so we were just able to order a binder to kind of get some some basics, plan, plan some. Um, yeah, just plan some of the basics for what we were looking to do. So that 
was all between, <clears throat> I guess, January 2021, and we signed our lease for the space that we're in on April 1st. Is that right? Um, so, I mean, it was a really short amount of time where we fully, we just fully committed. Yeah. Um, I was in grad school at the time. Like I was going to go back to be a mental health counselor <laughs> and I just decided to quit my program and, um, we had a baby, uh, we have two kids and so the little one was not six months old. That's a lot. And, uh, <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, it was, yeah. yes, it was a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like I still kind of don't know what we were thinking but here we are and it's working out so far so yeah um, it um it was the kind of thing where we were like okay let's look into it and then we were we we're looking into it and then it was like oh we're, we're just do we're doing it now okay yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we looked at each other one day and we're like okay i guess this is it it's uh, yeah it's amazing how that can switch without you realizing yeah that's cool though well, it was and i think um I think it was because of the pandemic. I mean, you mentioned earlier, Emily, not there was a lot of bad, obviously, that has come from the pandemic, but that was um, it, it made things topsy turvy enough for us to be able to really evaluate our perspective and know that it would like our values change. Mm-hmm. as a result of the pandemic. And I think that a lot of people have had that experience, um, but we just didn't want to keep, you know, keep our noses to the grindstone like we were. Um, and and we worked, each worked in like a good working environment, um, but it was still, it just wasn't, it didn't quite feel right, you know? And I think that we, had enough of that value shift to be able to really commit hard. So, yeah. Well, um, it's a, it com- became a chance to kind of realize a dream, you know, yeah. this is a chance to do something you would maybe normally not do because the whole world had flipped upside down mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah. And so why not, why not right. be able to be successful? Yeah. No. yeah. I think that the why not was a really big motivator for both of us. We're like, well, yeah. what else have we got to lose? Right. right. Um, yeah. We thought, and I know another thing for me that gave me comfort was we're young. Like if this doesn't work, then we can go back to work. Like right. <laughs> if we need to do that, then mm-hmm. we can do that. And um, yeah. So another thing that was uh, a factor was in February of 2020, <clears throat> 20, yeah, February 2020, there was an independent bookstore in Fayetteville, our town that closed um, due to personal reasons of the previous owner. And so um, <clears throat> that was something that we, like there was an opening, you know, there was an, an area of need in our community mm-hmm. and we loved that bookstore and it was a place that we frequented and it was such a heart of our town. Mm-hmm. And so I think we wouldn't have necessarily um, considered doing yeah. this as much too, if we had, you know, if there was already, if that need was fulfilled. Right. Um, so, and now, yeah. Yeah, so it's been good. You said something there that was, I think, 
really interesting. And you said you saw that other bookstore as something that was the heart of your town, or at least part of the heart of your town. And I think, Mm -hmm. how cool is it that now you kind of have that torch? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, that we kind of, that was like a, when we opened the store, like a top tier goal, like, you know, like, you know, in several years, like we'd love to be like a big part of the community in Fayetteville. And we were just talking earlier today that mm-hmm. it already kind of feels like we are getting there, which is so surprising. And so we're so grateful and happy yeah. about that. Um, and I think that's, um, that's part of being an independent bookstore too. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it kind of is more natural um, for that to be the case, you know, as opposed to like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to dog on any other retail. So I, I started to like <laughs> name another retail business. I was like, I don't know. I'm not, but uh, independent like books bring people together mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in a unique way. And so, yeah, I think just to... Well, and we have... Uh... Something that I think about is people ask us, uh, how long have you been open? And and they'll say something like, it's been two years, right? Two or three years. And we're like, no, it's just been a year. And I think that that can be, that's one of the highest compliments that we can receive and, and does make me feel like we are becoming, you know, a, mm-hmm. a big part of the community because people forget how long we've been here and that it isn't that long. And so <clears throat> it's just affirming, yeah. really. And that you so. belong for sure, because that's you know yeah. you're obviously like a staple in their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird, but awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the yeah. best case scenario, I think. Yeah, very cool. You have a statement on your website that it kind of made me want to stand up and go, yes. <laughs> and that is at the very beginning when you, their website, by the way, is pearlsbooks.com. It's really easy. Um, Pearls is spelled exactly how you think it is, um, <laughs> P-A-R-L-S, and that is, we believe that reading makes us better, and uh, can I read the rest, do you mind? Yeah. No. Okay, you might have it memorized, I don't know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no. like, reading helps us understand more about ourselves and the experiences of others. It helps us escape, empathize, explore, and grow. Through reading, we learn to be our best selves, create our best lives, and better care for those around us, regardless of circumstance, and that certainly seems worthwhile. And I love that so much. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's spot on. And it's interesting because we've featured a few storytellers in the past, in past episodes, and they say the same thing about storytelling because it's, it's reading yeah. and is consuming like what a storyteller would you know, produce. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I love storytelling too. There, I would love to do a storytelling workshop. Yeah. This isn't aside, but yeah, I mean, I just think that the power of story is really important and, and mm. something that as it's easy to get away from when we have our phones telling the stories for us <laughs> so often, you know? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so you came yeah. up with that for your website though, because you believe yeah. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's true and it, i mean god it sounds really good <laughs> <laughs> it is really good <laughs> oh, yeah really. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, I know that, um, you know, I would not be who I am today if I wasn't reading books to learn more about the way other people see the world. Um, and like another thing that's really important to us is um, that we're not book snobs at all. Like there's there's people who read all different kinds of books and there's no there's no better or worse. Like I think any type of genre that you want to read, if you're diving in and if you're reading, there's a lot that you can gain from that. Um, and so, um, you know, sometimes um, it's it's easy to slip into like uh, some snobbery when you, when you're owning a bookstore or when you're thinking about books all day and you know um, like that some books are better than others or some authors are not worth reading and I just don't think that's true and and um, yeah I don't ever want to get to that point where we feel like um, I don't know like some books aren't worth reading mm-hmm. because it's always helpful to read, you know, when you read a book, you're jumping into someone else's perspective and jumping into their brain for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's a lot of value in that, um, no matter what the book is. Well, and I think going back to the pandemic too, there was so much need for escape and still mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, and just being able to get away for a little bit from the current reality is helpful. And then also being able to understand the current reality better whenever you are up for it. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's important as well. I mean, so reading, it just covers all facets of life and it really just helps us to, again, understand. So, yeah. As Sandra said, you do have a very eclectic selection in your store, and I just love browsing all the shelves. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The selection of books is is an ongoing challenge of figuring out what to carry and what not to carry. And, you know, we only have so much space, so um, we can't have it all, but I wish we could. Yeah. So at the beginning, when we first opened and people would ask, like, hey, do you have this book? Um, I would feel really bad saying no, like, no, we don't have it. But then I I had to just tell myself, like, it's impossible. Like, we're not going to be able to have every book. Um, And we are, we are learning more what our customers like and what they want to see. And so anytime someone asks that and we don't have it, I make a mental note of like, okay, like, you know, maybe we should have more of this type of author or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, um, People, that's a common question that we get from customers is how do you choose, you know, how do you choose what to have in here? And I, I always say like, that's a great question. <laughs> like, if you have any advice, please let me know. <laughs> right. Cause you're, you're new to it too, still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So do you, if someone says, Hey, I'm looking for a certain book, do you, and you don't carry it, do you, can you order it? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. we do that a lot. Um, we have a really robust um, special order system and um, we have a, a bookshelf behind the counter full of special orders um, for people to pick up. So yeah, we, we're always ordering books. 
Um, awesome. Especially for folks. Yeah. And for people to, um, that are listening, bookshop.org is essentially, it's like a third party seller mm-hmm. that gives a portion of its profits to independent bookstores. Oh, so awesome. you can awesome. order online and you can find, I mean, of course you can shop with us, but then there are, um, like you can search for an independent bookstore in your area. Yeah. There's well. like a map feature where you can look for stores near you, mm-hmm. which is also great. Like, you know, if you're new to an area and you don't know where the, your local independent bookstore is, or, you know, want to find yeah. a new, a new place to shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Or if there's not an independent bookstore near you and you don't feel like uh, jumping on the bandwagon of, of owning your own, you can go to bookstore.org and order your books through there so that yes. the independent bookstores in the country do get some of that benefit. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's been fun too of like our friends and family that don't live here, mm-hmm. that shop on bookshop.org and support us. Um, it's really sweet because we don't ship out of our store. That's something that we decided we didn't have the when capacity we opened for was that, yeah, we don't, it's a whole other ball game to manage online ordering and shipping from the store. Um, so we wanted to get a handle on in-store operations first and um, yeah, still yeah. maybe eventually we might ship, but we also don't have a ton of room. Um, like yeah. we're in our office now and it's pretty, usually pretty cramped with boxes and yeah yeah you need like a whole it's trash yeah (laughs) yeah i'm um i'm i'm currently this is a side note Uh, emily cut this out later (laughs) i'm working with a a retail store right now as a consultant and i'm uh they're growing their e-commerce business right now and i'm working with them on how to do that a little bit and um that's that's an interesting kind of uh bear to take on because you could yeah. go all in on that and then nobody orders and then right. now what and that's something that's kind of a risk for them too that i'm yeah. noticing and so any retail store that decides to go to the effort of putting their catalog online or to to do something like that is and that yeah. and then you need the the support to fill the orders and and boxes right. and packaging and things like that so yeah it's a lot to consider beyond just you can order online now <laughs> yeah right so. we'd have to have a whole other space and sandra you said that makes your store personal having people visit though shipping would be convenient it takes away that personal touch and i agree like we don't it doesn't really seem like there's a demand for it um i think Personally, I think our store is beautiful and part of the fun is visiting. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't think that it would be worth it. And a good example of that, I think, is when we first opened, we intended to have a little cafe. And we have just pretty quickly realized that that wasn't something we were going to, that we wanted to put the energy into. And so we don't, I mean, we have book clubs and we have beer and wine and snacks for book clubs and coffee. But then other than that, we don't really do anything and that's worked out just fine. And so just kind of figuring out, being willing to pivot, figure out what, where to best spend, you know, what is very precious energy, I think has been helpful for us too. 
Well, and yeah. I think people would come to you for the experience. I mean, that's yeah. part of it. The, one of my favorite <clears throat> memories of an independent bookstore is um, I there was there's a place in downtown Naperville, Illinois called Anderson's. And it is uh, growing up. It was my favorite independent bookstore. And it's actually down the street from a Barnes and Noble. Hmm. Cool. And uh, yeah, I mean, talk about a challenge, but Anderson's could not be beat for the experience. You could walk in there and there was always something going on. They had, there was an author in there signing books or meeting people. There was, they had merchandise. They had like, um, they would have had frog and toad, Um, Mm. you know, (laughs) we talked about that earlier, Yeah, (laughs) but they would have had like cool stuff like that where you could, they had a whole selection of like, hand puppets from care that were characters from books and i thought this is amazing i you can't yeah. just find that in barnes and noble and they had a little music section that would they would play music in the store and then you could buy it if you liked it and mm-hmm. i really enjoyed that experience and the the one uh it was the only place i could ever go to find a hard copy at the time probably not now but at the mm-hmm. time it was the only place i could find a hard copy of the princess bride Oh. oh, I have not ever seen a hard copy actually. Okay, well it's it's not the one based on the movie. It's the one yeah. actually written by William Goldman. Like the mm-hmm. it some cool. of the words are actually printed in red. Oh, because, that's cool. Yeah, um, because of how it's narrated, and so, but I was on the hunt. I knew it existed. but I didn't know how to get my hands on it. And they were able to help me get it. And Barnes and Noble wouldn't touch me. They were like, nah. Yes. (laughs) And I loved that. I would have paid whatever for that book. And they were able to get it for me. Yeah. That's awesome. I love hearing stories like that. Yeah. Extra step. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Effort. I Mm -hmm. mean, that just means the world. Yeah. And those are my favorite, um, favorite situations where I can help where I'm talking on the phone with the customer and just like trying to figure out where we can get this book or if we can find a copy of it and um, hearing stories about who they're buying it for or why it's important to them. And yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cause books change lives and yeah, right. when a book changes your life, you want to share it usually. Yeah. So I right. get that. Yeah. Um, Sandra asked, what are some of the most unique titles and authors that you've carried? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, one of my favorites that we carry is a book called How to Resist Amazon and Why. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little, like, small little book. It's um, written by Danny Kane. He's the owner of um, Raven Books in uh, Lawrence, Kansas. And he is um, a very active um, bookstore owner and lobbyist kind of for for independent bookstores against Amazon. And he kind of breaks down um, some of the, um, some of the things that Amazon does that just aren't cool. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's plenty of of things just off the top of your head that you can probably think of, but um, he breaks down why and and how they got to that point. But also it's not a very, it's not like a finger pointing, like you can't shop at Amazon. You're a bad person. If you do, he's 
he's kind of thinking more big picture policy and um, how you know we can help um, help let our lawmaker or yeah you know our lawmakers know what um, you know what I don't know what I'm trying to say but like you know if we can communicate what yeah needs to change. yeah right right so. That's one of my favorites, and it's small enough that you can fit it on the on the table pretty much pretty <laughs> much any time on our display table. If there's a little bit of space, I'm like, oh, let's put that one there. Um, that's one of my favorites. Um, I think as far as unique goes, we um, that's something we're still learning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we try to keep. You know, I'd be interested to know what our breakdown is, but we have a pretty consistent. Um, sort of core set of books that we generally keep numerous copies of in stock. Mm -hmm. And then there, then the rest kind of rotate through and they change based on, you know, things like book talk. If you're familiar with TikTok and like the trends Mm -hmm. of what books are on uh, book talk. So those are going to be the more popular um options but then as far as unique goes we get a lot of those recommendations from customers who special order something in particular and then they Mm -hmm. you know we see something that we've never heard of so for example the um, princess bride and then we might decide oh well we want to have one of those in stock as well um so i'm trying to think of what an example is but there's a really beautiful uh is it Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Illustrated Lord of the Rings. Illustrated Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. And it's um, one that we keep in stock regularly, but it's got the red letter, the gold binding, all of the, all of that as well. And so it's... All the bells and whistles. All the bells and whistles. Maps. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> definitely up my alley. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> and that is really cool too. Another one is, um, I could even go grab it, but a set of children's books that have oh yeah the story orchestra the story orchestra and they have buttons where you can listen to different pieces of uh, music written by different composers and there's a story that goes along with them those were recommended to us by a customer so i mean honest really some of our our best and most unique do come from customers which is really cool that is cool yeah and local authors Mm -hmm. like some of our best-selling yeah. books since we've opened have been local folks. Um, like there's a graphic history. Um, it's graphic nonfiction um, history of the Crescent Hotel, um, which is a haunted hotel in um, Eureka Springs, which is like an hour, an hour and a half away from here. Um, and that's a beautifully illustrated, what very well-researched book. Um, yeah, oh, Sean Fitzgibbon, funny. Sandra mm-hmm. um, pointed out. Yes, and Sean's just such a great guy too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's so fun to work with. Um, there's a book called The Square Book that is. Um, it was published like twenty like twenty sixteen. Um, <clears throat> it's an illustrated history of the Fayetteville Square, um, and it's pretty like straightforward. Um, it's written by a couple of local guys and. Um, they're also great people, and yeah, JB Hogan, Hogan and, and mm-hmm. Anthony Waffle, um, and um, that took off for us last Christmas. Um, 
And, and they were really, so really excited. Well. Yeah. I mean, it was so cool yeah. for them too, because yeah. this is a book they wrote several years ago and now it's getting a second, you know, a second, second wind round. and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. so out of curiosity, because I don't understand how this works, if I was in your area and I'm an independent author, let's say I don't yeah. actually have a publisher, yeah. but I'm self-publishing. Is that sure. the type of thing that an independent bookstore might carry or how, mm-hmm. like, do you, obviously you connect with local people, but, uh, local authors, I should say, mm-hmm. but like, do they have publishers? And I guess, how does that relationship start? Great questions. It runs the gamut. We have lots of local authors that are self-published that will bring us books and then we sell them on consignment. So um, we might let them know when we run out and we'll write them a check for what's sold and then they bring us some more. Um, And um, Sean Fitzgibbon, he he crowdfunded his um, graphic history of the Crescent Hotel on Kickstarter. Uh, And that's how he got the funding to publish his book and print it. And um, yeah, so, but we also have local authors that we order through our distributor, um, you know, through our, like, like we do our other books um, and just stock them that way. Um, So yes, we have, we have lots, lots of local authors, lots more than um, honestly, than I was expecting when we first opened. Mm -hmm. Um, That's become a big, much bigger part of our business. than I initially thought it would, um, which I'm super happy about because that's another way that um, we're getting connected to people in the community. Okay. Um, because those authors, you know, if they know that their book is in the store, they're more likely to come in. They're more likely to tell their friends about it. And then that's just like a ripple effect of that many more people that know about Pearls and, and you know, want to support what we're doing. Right. Um, and so, Yeah. That's another area where we just kind of started saying yes um, mm-hmm. to authors, and, um, and it's been great to grow yeah. our our local author section. And that's a great way to do it too on consignment because there's not a lot of risk either way, and that right. way they can promote their book and send them to you, and it, it's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, consignment, and it's with everything that's just one other area where we've been learning, you know, well, maybe we, we can tweak things uh, and, and do things a little bit differently. But I think that it has solidified that value that we, we want to be able to support local authors. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, I mean, that's just been one of the real benefits of, of saying yes. Yeah. Blindly. <laughs> yeah. Saying awesome. yes and then figuring out the details. Yeah. Later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We'll figure out how to make this work. Right. <laughs> well, I like that. That's better than saying no and then being closed-minded. <laughs> yeah, right. I Part and of the reason I asked that is because we do interview many authors, and mm-hmm. cool. um, it feels like all the time. If And it's not a bad thing. I don't mean that negatively. I mean, like, we, there are just a lot of people who are – I mean, we've yeah. interviewed opera singers turned authors and yeah. Bolshoi dancers turned authors. And cool. and I love that um, people are diving into those dreams of theirs. But I'm wondering how they get that word out there because I've never published my own book per se. Magazine, yes. Book is different. And so mm-hmm. um, I, I wondered how that, that worked. So very cool. Um, I think it's really hard, I will say, to... 
it's a lot of legwork on the author's end from the author's end um we you know we promote as best we can but i think it's you know it's just another layer of you well you put all this work and your soul into your book and then now you still have to get the word out and so it's yeah that's a that's hard um to figure that out too especially for those of us who are not super tech savvy and like don't want to don't know what to do with social media and all that right well and someone could be brilliant at writing but they're not a marketer you know right Right. yeah so yeah yeah it's a Mm -hmm. that art mind business mind mix that's hard to come by yeah Mm -hmm. yeah So what are what are some challenges you've faced then that you've overcome and that maybe have even made you better? Well, I um <clears throat> it's been almost a year now, but in February of last year I was diagnosed with cancer um after so four months after we opened. Um so that was a big challenge and is continuing to be. Yeah, um, and I don't mean to sound flippant when I say that. It's just this bizarre turn of events that has led to what life is now. And um, yeah, I mean that has been because when we opened, we planned for me and Daniel to be the primary workers. Yeah, you know, we have two young kids, but we've like had a whole schedule figured out, and then. All of a sudden, one day, not only are we dealing with this, like, catastrophic life event, but also we're understaffed. Um, so this, like, baby of a business that we've been helping grow is uh, all of a sudden needing a whole different level of support that we can't really give it. So um, at the time, we had three part-time employees and <clears throat> one of them so just three it was just we three. didn't have four at that point i think we had four so it's oh three. yes that's yeah. right samantha was seasonal and had stayed on that's right um so four part-time people and then one um yeah so anyway one of our uh, part-time people moved into a full-time position and she uh, has basically just kept the company afloat <laughs> yeah uh, That's so awesome. everybody's shifted around yeah and she is now our manager <clears throat> and we have thankfully been busy enough that we've moved we now have three aside from us we have three full-time employees mm-hmm. uh, and then another who's part-time mm-hmm. um so we're you know, well-staffed, but of course it's just every day is so different. Um, and I think that that is something that I like about this job. Um, you know, I'm, I'm figuring out a new normal personally, but every day you kind of have to prioritize and triage essentially what is, what really needs the attention that day and how do we take care of, the long list that never stops mm-hmm. uh, having things added to it. So, so I think, yeah, learning how to prioritize has been another pretty big challenge. Yeah. 
<clears throat> um, and I'll say too, with the, um, with your diagnosis and with us being like, we both just dropped everything and needed to be out of the store for a while. Like yeah. I would come in at night sometimes and do some, you know, like payroll and stuff like that. But day-to-day operations, we were like out of the loop for a while. Um, and that like, we would not, I don't think personally, I don't think I would have put the faith and trust in our employees that early on if that wouldn't have happened. Um, and so, but our company, I think, has become so much better yeah, and yeah. stronger because of the employee buy-in and the employee input. Um, yeah, not that we would have like ruled with an iron fist or anything <laughs> like that, but I just would have <laughs> wanted to hold on to more decision making and stuff like that. Um, yeah, if it if that hadn't happened, so I think that's something that has. Um, yeah, it's been a challenge. I mean, obviously, it was. Yeah, a challenge is an understatement <laughs> for what that yeah. is. But, um, but I think the fact that our staff have stepped up and right away, you know, told us not to worry about anything at the store, and we believed them, and we're able to believe them. And that, I mean, yeah, that speaks volumes about the people that we hired um, mm-hmm. and how fortunate we are to have them. <clears throat> And still now, I mean, we can leave for a couple of days because my my diagnosis is um, it's a like I have stage four cancer, uh, and so it's just a very um, you know we are taking time away from our jobs that we were not planning to take, but so mm-hmm. that we can have you know vacations and make memories with our kids and stuff. And they're like all for us being able to. Um, being able to do that. And so yeah. we, yeah, we're just really lucky, really lucky. I mean, I, there are not words to express how we wouldn't have made it through the past year without them. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. That is incredible. Thank you for, for sharing that with us. You know, I mean, obviously it's not ideal. Um, every day is different but it does it is it feels hokey to say but at the same time it's true you know if you just have to put into perspective what really is important to you i'm I'm really glad that this is what we're doing um and this is how i'm spending you know my days so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i yeah i love that your your team stepped up and took ownership so that you can do what you need to do. And I imagine work-life balance is already challenging. You guys have had like every major stressor you can probably have in the last three years between a pandemic, which very few generations end up seeing. Yeah. To like what you said, a new baby, you Mm -hmm. starting a new business, both of you, and open yeah. and like starting a, a retail store during a pandemic, <laughs> like you, yeah. you have, it's just one thing after another. And I think, um, yeah, what as Sandra said, your path is very inspirational. And I, I love the, that you've gotten the support you've gotten and are able to do what you do in the community too. Like that's, it's, 
that's that's really like she said it's inspirational and awesome it's been <clears throat> yeah it's inspirational to us i mean the just the community has been yeah i i debated for a while whether or not i wanted to say anything or post anything you know to social media um but i think ultimately it felt important to us to be a little more transparent about why daniel and i weren't in the store as much <clears throat> for a while and you know i was really nervous like on a personal level i'm not on social media much and um ultimately the love the outpouring of love that i felt from what i ended up posting was was really motivational for me and was really just there was so much love there that i it did help me want to kind of get back on my feet and get back to being in the store and, you know, do as, as much as I can. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It was, um, it was interesting to see the comments on that post and stuff, like people reaching out who were, who we've only known as customers. Um, yeah. but now, um, feel like friends and feel invested in um, yeah. in our lives and in your well-being. Um, so that was really good to see, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I think that goes to show how what you've created is more than just a store. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, that was like the the dream of like, yeah, maybe someday it'll be, it'll feel bigger than it is or bigger than just a bookstore. And yeah. So. It is. It is now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's cool. <laughs> it's it is crazy. cool. That is, yeah. I mean, it, I, I love that outpouring of love from your customers and your community. And I'm glad yeah. you had the bravery to share that with your with your uh community because i i think that people want to help people you know it you're not just a store you're not just the people behind the the counter you're humans and people mm -hmm. do care about other humans and yeah. i think that's that connection you've made has been important and um obviously really meaningful to them too yeah, yeah. well and it's <clears throat> obviously this goes without saying but um we're not the only family who's gone through terrible things aside from the effects of the pandemic you know and um so i think there's this other layer of if it, if it helps someone else know that really unfortunate terrible things this is a pg show uh but you know the the terrible things do happen you know um there's some weird level of camaraderie with uh with what i'm experiencing anyway experiencing so um yeah so hopefully it's helpful in more ways than one yeah. yeah. 
yeah yeah it's crazy even like even just earlier today i was thinking about um our manager and how like just something little like posting or like emailing when there's a damaged book like that's something that i always do Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that they always set aside for me to do when I'm coming next. But she just did it herself because she knows how to do it, and she just she's went not ahead waiting and around it. for you. She's not waiting for me to do it. <laughs> um, so yeah, like our, our our staff, um, they're great. And so I was talking to a customer about this maybe like a month month or two ago, mm-hmm. um, and she was talking about how nice it is that we have several people on staff as a a, instead of just us running the store and her perspective was you know that's that many different perspectives on things and that many more people that live here that have input on the store direct input um and that makes it feel more like Fayetteville and that makes it feel Mm -hmm. more like enmeshed in the community um and I hadn't thought about it that way um like when like Leah said, when we were in the planning stages, we kind of thought, well, maybe there was at one point where we thought maybe just you and me could run it, like without yeah. any staff. Yeah. Um, which we quickly learned that that would, was, be, would, would not be really work. hard. It's doable, I yeah. think, for anyone who might be interested. Sure. Yeah. It's hard. It'd be hard. Yeah. And so that was a good perspective to have, too, that I hadn't, that wasn't our intention um, when we thought, thought about hiring people, but. Um, is a great byproduct of yeah. having really great people um, working here. So, um, when we, one of the things that we do that I really like is uh, we have shelf talkers, which are <clears throat> essentially just, I mean, you've maybe seen them. They're, it's not unique to our store, but. Um, a little blurb about a book uh, and it's with the book on the shelf and it tells who the, um, who the bookseller is that wrote the blurb. And then it gives the person who might be interested in purchasing it, the customer, um, you know, an idea, a firsthand perspective of what that book is about. Okay. And so we have at this point more now, but we have customers who will come in and they'll specifically look for Dorinda's shelf talkers because they know that in the past they picked out Dorinda's books and they really liked those. Mm-hmm. Um, or, uh, you know, Amanda's books or Haley's and uh, or Jackie's. And so we're trying to get, so we have lots of them all over the store. And I think that that's one of the things that people really like and gravitate toward, but that's another way that it just, you know, it does. It gives us multiple perspectives. And we even have a few from customers as well, which we would mm-hmm. love to have more from customers. Um, but yeah, it's just a fun way to to figure out who's my who's my book soulmate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh good. Sandra said that she does that when she visits. She gets lost in them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like you have your own kind of uh, book influencer team. Mm-hmm. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sandra said words that I describe your store when talking with Emily were warm, inviting, cozy. When you walk in off the street, you are just enveloped in this feeling. Your staff is wonderful, helpful, and caring. Well, that's great. We love to hear that. And she did. She did say that. 
Yeah. <laughs> cool. You can attest. <laughs> yes. Nothing but good things to say about your store and how much you guys obviously care about your customers and the experience. Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. That's yeah. It's definitely important to us. I used to work at a call center uh, for an online retail store. Okay. So I got a lot of customer service, uh, you know, standards like drilled into me but I, they've served me really well so. <laughs> um yeah i like that you were able to experience that without having to maybe be in a store but that doesn't mean people aren't still yelling at you i guess oh <laughs> yeah people um when there's a phone in between like you it people can be yes mad. Another call center survivor. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> nice. I mean, good experience, right? That's right. What I say. Right. Yeah. So what's one thing about starting your bookstore or like at least in the last year maybe that you've experienced that has made, and you, you probably have already said it, but if so, that's fine. Um, but what's one thing that really makes you go, yes, this is why we're doing this. This is why we do what we do. I'm trying to think if, if there's like a specific interaction that we've had or. I mean, hearing things like what Sandra is saying in the yeah. chat and what you are saying, Emily, is, is really great um, to hear and to see like, um, I mean, I think that Instagram posts and Facebook posts that you posted about your diagnosis was a moment of, wow, this is really great to see that this many people like care about pearls and then also care about us. Um, I think um, I'm thinking of a few different customers that we that come into the store like weekly. Um, and just the conversations that we have with them and the interactions and, you know, they'll email a list of like, they're spending their whole paycheck <laughs> to buy more books here. It feels like uh, regularly. And, you know, we're obviously thrilled to just have friends that happen to shop at our store. And yeah. I think that that, that for me is a big part of it. Um, that's my, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is great because we talked about um, one of the other things that Daniel and I had thought about doing instead of opening a bookstore when we retire, but is opening a bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that was the thing, but that was something that we <laughs> were interested in. And um, now I'm just so glad that, that this is how, you know, this is this is what has ended up coming to fruition because we can send people uh, on their way at the end of the night <laughs> and then they'll come back and talk to us about whatever they read, you know? Uh, so we get to have that that longer term connection rather than just someone stopping in and, and oh, then yeah. they're gone and yeah. into the mist and we never see them again, right. so. Yeah. <laughs> Something... Um... That happened just yesterday. Um, we had an author in the store signing um, some of her books and she's a friend of mine. Like I took a class with her um, and like several years ago. And um, she was in the store signing books and she had several of her friends coming in and the place was 
bustling like it was busy and there was good vibes like everyone was happy and having a good time and talking about books and catching up um but there were a couple of people that um Kay, the author introduced me to um who had are coming in for the first time um and i still think that that's awesome like as much as we feel like oh we're in the community like we're a staple we're a part of people's lives like there's still a lot of people that don't mm -hmm. know about us that are coming in for the first time and getting wowed or getting amazed or feeling like, wow, this place is great. I wish I, you know, I didn't know it was here or whatever. Here. Yeah. Um, so I think those kinds of um, interactions are really encouraging to me um, that like, I don't know, one, there's still room to grow, like from a business perspective, that's also just great to know. Um, but then from the more, romantic side of things of like, um, you know, we're still making first impressions on people, mm -hmm. um, which, and still like making good first impressions on people, um, which is really great. And that's another reason um, to have authors come and do signings um, because that's more, um, even more people that get to learn about us and yeah. So yeah, I think that was really cool mm -hmm. walking through the store yesterday and like struggling to get past people, having conversations and stuff. Like, you know, we have tight a tight small space. We don't have a huge store, yeah. but yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. When when <clears throat> I don't know, I, I think as an adult I'm more of an extrovert than I've ever been. <laughs> where I I mean, growing up I was very much an introvert, but now I'm I'm more extroverted. And um, so, yeah, it's really fun on a busy Saturday just to chat with all the people. I love checking out customers. It's so fun. Um, yeah. And so I never get tired of it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's not just working retail, though. Sure. That's so much. No. That's so much better and so much more than that. Yeah. Yes. Coming from yeah. someone who's worked retail. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not your typical, um, like, going to the mall <laughs> uh, right before the holidays retail experience. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's that community. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you got, if you, I want to ask each one of you this. If you had one author that you could sit down and have lunch with, who would it be? And have you done it already? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Let me think. I feel like I used to I used to binge read authors, and mm -hmm. I haven't done that as much lately. I've been trying to, like, read a variety of genres, and so I don't have, like, even when, when someone asks me who my favorite author is, now I have to, like, really think about it. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't know. I know who your author would be. I know. I know who you think that I would just say, but that's not who I Oh, we should have done it like. Um... <laughs> yeah, what was that um, show? Uh, I, don't, I can't remember, yeah. but I yeah, we should have done it where you answered for each other. Answered for each other. <laughs> um, I Daniel thinks that I would say Barbara Kingsolver. No. Oh. I was going to say Sarah <laughs> Moss. Oh no. I wouldn't. I mean, I love Sarah Jane Moss, but there's probably enough. Like, I can, I can read her. 
her interviews and get enough. Good enough for me. <laughs> um, I, yeah. King Solver, she's she's on my short list. <laughs> um, but I would say uh, I just read Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Mm-hmm. And her, just her little bio on the back cover seems very interesting. I would really like to chat with her because it's, I mean, that's a really, it's a really great, really interesting, um, fun read that touches on a lot of just patriarchy within our society. And I, so she is probably who I would want to talk to because she has a background in medicine and a background in, uh, I mean, chemistry, obviously, she is pretty knowledgeable with. So, anyway, that's what I would say. Just okay. because I fin- just finished reading her book. <laughs> and tell me yeah. tell me the name of the book and her name again one more time. <clears throat> it's uh, Lessons in Chemistry Okay. by Bonnie Garmus. Okay. G-A-R-M-U-S. All right. Well, I don't know Bonnie personally, but Bonnie, if you're out there and if you're listening Bonnie, to this. We can chat. Bonnie, please. Come have lunch with <laughs> Leah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah come to my store it'd be awesome yeah i'm thinking i think there's one that i read recently um that actually one of our one of our staff recommended to me um it, the book is called unreasonable hospitality mm-hmm. by will guidaris okay i'll tell you say his name he is um or was one of the owners and managers of 11 Madison Park in um, New York City, which okay. is like, I think it was voted at one point the world's best ho- or best restaurant. Um, so first of all, the lunch would be really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and that would be great. So can we meet so you're going at right your restaurant? <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, of course. Um, but his... Um, management style and leadership style that he talks about in the book is really intriguing and really people-centered um and i feel like i would learn so much about how to be a better leader a better manager a better person like um yeah his book is really really good and it's worth rereading um and i will keep reading it at least once a year um because it's really good um talking about how um the the main premise is do things for your customers and do things for your staff that are unreasonably hospitable so like go above and beyond but not just you know to break your back and say like the customer's always right kind of thing but like do things that are unexpected because that will help you and enjoy your job more it'll help you have more buy-in um but then it'll make a more lasting impression on the customer the client the whatever um so yeah i feel like i would learn a lot and then yeah either have a really good meal or (laughs) have a bad meal and learn about why it's bad like i would just love uh to pick his brain about food too like on a on a side note from all the other stuff okay yeah so tell me tell me again the name of the book and the unreasonable hospitality unreasonable hospitality okay unreasonable hospitality and i will guidara i'll do it g-u yeah let me look um 
G-U-I-D-A-R-A. Okay. Yeah. Guidara. But yeah. Cool. All right. I like that. Yeah. Good answers. I mean, you, there was no wrong answer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what would be the well? I, I could think of some wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, have you, yeah, that's a good question though. Yeah, it's it's a fun well, one. Do I? Oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say people ask questions like that, and I always just blank. I'm like, I don't know. What do I like? <laughs> right. Yeah. What's a book? What's a book? What's a right? You know, and I forgot to say they don't, you know, whether it's a past author, you know, it could be somebody that's no longer with us or it could be a current, you know, it's a, it's a, a future fantasy question anyway. So true. Could be yeah, anyone. True. Could the be first anyone. Queen Elizabeth, you know, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, she probably didn't write a book, but you get what I'm saying. Maybe some journals or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to read those. <laughs> Right. I know. Right. Yeah. Not this Prince Harry stuff. Right. <laughs> we need the original. <laughs> right. The the things were written as they were happening. The raw, yes. honest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you found, or do you think there's, this was kind of an afterthought I had, but do you think there's kind of a renaissance in the independent book store world? Because I feel like at least maybe it's just my perspective, but I feel like this is something that's coming back. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, when we were planning to open our store, we uh, joined a group called Bookseller Mentors on mm -hmm. Facebook. And we were one of lots, dozens at least, of um, brand new people planning to open bookstores, coming there for advice. And that's just one outlet, Facebook, you know, but um, it was like a cohort. Yeah, it felt like that. Which was, and we had yeah, a couple of yeah. Zoom uh, hangouts with other people that were planning to open stores, and like, man, you know, have you thought about this yet? Or no, what about this? Or you know, what point of sale system are you using? Yeah, where are you getting your shelves? IKEA shelves work great. Blah blah <laughs> yeah. blah. It was yeah, just this little thing. Yeah, yeah. That's really and helpful. Then, that is, oh, yeah. It was so helpful. Just little details that, you know, in my that are in the weeds, but I, I need someone else in the weeds with me to figure right. out what to keep and what not. And what right. to think about that maybe you weren't like, oh, yeah, maybe we yeah. need bags to put books in when people buy them. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Right. Exactly. Do people want bags? <laughs> Bookmarks, little things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and then also, like Leah was saying, in our area, we can't even count how many there are because there's there's still more Several, yeah. that are opening. Like, um, we had a bookstore in Bentonville, um, Two Friends Books, that opened their brick and mortar. Um, I think it was like June or July of a 2020. Year before, a um, year, yeah. And so they opened, and then we opened in the fall of 2021, and there have been a couple more that have opened since we opened. There's another pop-up that just pop started. So, yeah. I, and I think it is, I mean, again, back to get having community again. Mm -hmm. That is something that is part of the Renaissance and part of just, oh, we want to 
be with other people who have interests similar to us. Everyone, I think, to a certain extent, who who's um, so many people are thoughtfully reevaluating what's important to them. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, books and holding a book like that is something that a lot of people really feel strongly about is they want to be able to hold yeah. the book that they're reading and not have it on an e-reader, which I think e-readers are great too. You know, I'm very pro reading. reading. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think along the lines of what you're saying, like people are, you know, craving community, craving connection coming out of the pandemic and or coming through the pandemic or whatever. Um, and I also think there's like a, a good amount of emphasis on shopping local and shopping mindfully and, um, not just, um, Mm -hmm. always going for like convenience, convenience or, or whatever. Um, so I think that's a big part of it too, is shopping local, um, Mm -hmm. which is a big deal in Fayetteville. Um, and I know that we're not alone. Um, lots of communities are emphasizing that um so yeah and and the type of service that you get at a at a local independent bookstore is different than what you get at a big box store um it's different than what you get from an algorithm or online or on your phone and so yeah um it makes sense why why bookstores Mm -hmm. are important and why people are craving them um even more so we're lucky to be a part of it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I love it. I'm so glad you're a part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having us on. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of what you've done and how you've taken that community torch and carried it and got to see results. And results is absolutely the wrong word, but you've gotten to see. I guess I'm, I'm not a thesaurus. Fruits but, of labor? Yeah, but you've <laughs> like, gotten to experience that back. The community, like you've yeah. been giving the oh, community sure. in the form of this amazing bookstore and the experience that you've created. And you've gotten some of that back in, in the form yes. of being part of that community. And I love that you're getting to see that already. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do it's, you have... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, yes, it's like, it really is um, a dream come true. As cheesy yes. as that is. No, it's not cheesy at all. I live for that. That is yeah. exactly <laughs> what, what we need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone else who maybe is interested in starting their own bookstore in their own area? Yeah, I mean, I think um, a big the big thing is to reach out to other independent bookstores. Um, even before I think we got, like maybe this is how we found out about the Facebook groups and about the American Booksellers Association is by reaching out to independent bookstores that we already knew about and mm-hmm. knew were doing well or liked their online presence, like you know their mission statement, stuff like that. We would just reach out to them um, and say, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Can we set up a phone call? And we would have like hour-long conversations with these yeah. strangers awesome. um, who are investing a lot into what we were doing without yeah. even knowing us. Um, and people were, I mean, very generous with 
their time. Yeah. We talked to someone in California. We mm-hmm. talked to someone in Missouri. Missouri. We talked to someone in there was another one. So I mean, we talked to people in just other parts of the country. Yeah, spent an hour of their time talking about things that were like way over our head, but trying to explain it to us so that we had some grasp. Yeah, I mean, like pages of notes. Yeah, and um, so I—that's the thing. Feel free to reach out to us. Truly, we've had several, um, several. I say several. I mean, yeah, four or five anyway. uh, People who are looking to start stores in other parts of Arkansas come in and talk to us and just chat with us, and so. that's there's plenty uh, of hard earned knowledge to go yeah, around for sure. And what is going to work for us is doesn't work for other places. Like right. two friends has a great little cafe and we cannot, we could never have a cafe like they have. And, but it just really works for them and it's so great. And we're really glad that that works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so all that to say, I think that that is going to be a really good starting point and then be willing, you know, if you do decide to go for it, be willing to, to adjust and know that it might not, whatever you decide to do, you may have to change gears a little bit. Yeah. Like that's, I think with any business. Yeah. 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 But neither of us are, have a business background. Um, We, Again, we were both academic advisors at the University of Arkansas, so we don't we don't know what we're doing. We're just figuring it out <laughs> as we go. So you don't have to don't tell you don't have to know what you're doing. <laughs> That's my other advice. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I love that though because it means you can learn it for yourself and dive in. And if you have the vision of creating something special, you can you can just create something special. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you have, yeah. and I, I love that you made that happen with, mm-hmm. with the experience that you had. That wasn't a bookstore, you know. I right. think that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think that's something that I think would hold someone else back. At least that's what I hear a lot. It's, oh, mm-hmm. I could never, or oh, mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, I don't have any, you know, I I came from a different background. I I couldn't dabble in that or. Yeah. Yeah. You obviously have proved that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, another big resource for us that we haven't mentioned yet is the, um, it's called the Arkansas Small Business Technology Development Center. It's a okay. very long acronym. ASBTDC. But there's, there's, those things are everywhere. Like small business startup, um, like Startup Junkie is another one that's in our area, but but um, check your local university. Doesn't necessarily have to be your local university, but like your state-funded institution will generally always have yeah. something like that um, that helps small businesses get started. Yeah, they helped us do so much research <clears throat> on the front end of market research. Yeah. Um, they did our website for free. They took yeah. us oh, pictures awesome. for us for free. Yeah. yeah, so it's like huge resources that we just kind of stumbled upon in our mm-hmm. town. Yeah, that is so valuable. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. But, Very cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really valuable information. I'll I'll have to remember that for 
some of our other guests and, and our audience yeah. as well. That's really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Yeah. I oh, guess we, to- we, need to, we need to say who Pearl who Pearl? Was. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Pearl, uh, Pearl was our dog. She Pearl was our dog. Uh, was our first baby. We got yep. her like right after we graduated college and moved to Fayetteville, and um, she passed away in twenty twenty fall of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and then we started doing you know thinking about the store in January twenty twenty one, and from the get go it was like always going to be Pearl's books. We just knew it so. It's a good way to honor her. Mm-hmm. Um, we love dogs. We have dogs um, come into the shop often, and we awesome. share their pictures on um, social media because, um, yeah, they're because so much fun. They're so much fun. We call them Pearl's Pals. Pearl's Pals. <laughs> yeah. It's on every Monday. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that, and those are pets of all kinds. So some cats have come in. We've, we've had a cats. couple bunnies, I think. We've had some birds, some cockatoos. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we've had yeah some bunnies. That's right. I forgot about them. yeah. Bunnies are so cute. Anyway. But anyway, that's Pearl. So that's who Pearl is. Yeah. What a great way <laughs> to honor Pearl too. Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. such a sweetheart. Oh, she was pretty grumpy. She was pretty grumpy. That's true. But she was sweet. <laughs> In her own way. In her own way. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. And that that love that you have for a, a pet is is so pure. And what the love they have for you too. That's right. Yeah. So I'm yeah. thrilled to hear that you've honored yeah. her this way. Yeah. She yeah. would be proud. I think she so. She would be happy about it. She'd be like I got a whole bookstore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be grumpy yep. in. <laughs> to be grumpy in. That's a And we do have a picture of her at the front mm-hmm. of our store, and she's oh, mean mugging the camera. So That's yeah. Right. <laughs> it's perfect. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. so good having you guys on. Thank you so yeah. much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Man, yeah, this has been this is great. Great conversation. So thanks mm-hmm. for for having us and letting yeah. us be a part yeah. of this. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um it's it's always uh, I love hearing the stories. And you guys are you guys are so amazing. I I love what you're doing and and it's interesting because I say this like every podcast, but this is every moment right about now in the podcast is when mm-hmm. I have that moment that's, yes, this is why I do what oh. I do. Cool. Oh, so, that's, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Yeah. Good. So thank you. Yeah. It's, um, bringing a lot of light to the world. So. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for what you do. Mm-hmm. Man, that's cool. I'm glad to hear <laughs> yeah. that. This is very fulfilling for you. It is so fulfilling. I had no idea when we started this. We were like, oh, it'll be fun to interview people and like spread this. You know, we want to get everybody's word out. These, uh, Because I believe the creative people in the world and people like you that are doing what you're doing, you guys are the heroes, you know, to me. At least I feel that way um, of humanity. And so I wanted to make sure that voice was out there. And I had no idea how much I was going to get out of that. No clue. So this is amazing. Okay. Art saves lives. Art saves lives. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, And thank you, everybody. Please have a wonderful night. And as uh, Pearl's books would say, uh, make sure you read because reading makes you better. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
Thanks, Emily. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>